Welcome to the Bruce Siski Show. Follow the Bruce Siski Show on Twitter to interact anytime. Got something on your mind? You can text Bruce during the show by using the short code 84454. You're listening to the Bruce Siski Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAL. It is 1013. It's a Wednesday, but it feels like a Friday for so many. 22nd of November 2023. It is our last day in studio this week. We'll be off tomorrow and Friday for Thanksgiving, CBS Radio Thanksgiving special. Amongst the things that you'll hear on this radio station, including a best of sound off with Brad and Kenny on Friday morning from 11 until 2. So we'll be back on Monday, and we'll preview that here coming up in just a little bit. But the first uh, conversation I had earlier this uh, week, in fact, yesterday, with UMD women's hockey assistant coach Justin Grant. That's coming up in about 25 minutes from now. In the meantime, a couple of weeks back as the men's basketball season kicked off, it took all of about, oh, a half for UMD graduate Drew Blair to become the Bulldogs' all-time career scoring leader, passing the great Brandon Meyer. He will continue throughout the season to build on that number. Had a chance to visit with Drew Blair yesterday, and here is that conversation. Hope you enjoy it. 10-14. Uh, Drew, what is your first memory with the basketball in your hands? Oh, uh, wow. i got to think way back. Um, honestly, probably just playing – playing basketball in the driveway me and my brother my grandpa used to get out there my dad's dad um was his coach growing up so he obviously had a big influence on us growing up playing hoops um so yeah probably just just horsing around with my dad my grandpa my brother um was a big part of it when we were really young for you was basketball you mentioned the family tie there was basketball always number one for you i mean yeah um pretty much from the get-go that's that's what our family it was just kind of part of our family, um, each and every one of us, honestly. So, yeah, basketball was number one. Obviously, um, played a lot of sports growing up, had, had a lot of fun um, doing playing all the sports and, and played a few, few others in high school too. But, yeah, basketball was kind of always the top thing for us. Drew, as you know, you know, athletes nowadays, there, there's so much out there encouraging kids to play multiple sports. For you, as as you grew up and and basketball was was the thing, and and obviously you get to UMD and you get to play Division two basketball here, and and things have gone very well. We'll talk about that. But what was the sport that was the 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 second one for you? Maybe the the one that as you as you grew up, you're like, well, I'm I'm focusing on basketball, but I really don't like having to give this one up. Yeah, honestly, it, it kind of changed throughout throughout my life. I was big into football and baseball growing up and then kind of picked up golf from a young age. So golf, when when I got into high school, golf was kind of my second sport. Um, Definitely a good one to just be able to have fun with your buddies. A lot of my good friends golf too. So that was kind of a good one um, to have just, just outside of basketball. Um, Obviously taking it somewhat competitively um, as, as all competitors do, but, but just a good one to, to have for the rest of your life, especially um, I still love getting out and playing, play a lot in the summers. So golf has kind of shaped into my number two sport as I got older. I was going to say, you know, that's that's good too because while you might not play it competitively, you can still play it whenever you want, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, me and me and Jack uh, Middleton, we worked at the country club up here this summer, um, which was a lot of fun. So we got to play a lot. So yeah, obviously that's a lifelong sport. So I'm glad that I kind of ran with that one. 
We're talking to UMD men's basketball standout, Drew Blair. Drew, your journey here, obviously you didn't start here. Tell me about uh, how you landed at UMD. Yeah, so initially I, I went to Northwest Missouri State um, and ended up transferring home to Stevens Point um, and lived at home for a semester, kind of just where I was figuring out my next whereabouts. Um, and that's kind of when I really got in touch with Coach Wick. He recruited me a little bit out of high school initially, but then um, once I transferred home, um, it was kind of quick that, that he came and visited Stevens Point, and, and I got up here for a couple of visits. And then um, it was really just a comfortability aspect with, with some of the guys, and, and the coaches were obviously a huge part in that. Um, so ultimately, I just felt that it was going to be the best spot for me um, on and off the court, and um, definitely lucky that I made that decision um, way back when. I would say, yeah, this has turned out pretty well for you. <laughs> I, uh, for those that don't know, Drew is now the Bulldogs' all-time leading scorer, which we'll, we'll touch on here in a second. But as you got started as a Bulldog, you know, how good did you feel about your decision? Because you know, this this is a group now that has been together. You guys have been together for a very long time. Right. Yeah, I came into kind of a unique situation early on. Um, I got to play with a bunch of seniors my freshman year. Um, my redshirt freshman year, it was me and Jack. He came in obviously that year too, and, and played a, a good amount. But then, honestly, it was about five or six of five or six seniors. And then, like you talked about, after that year, it kind of washed every everything away, and we started with the core that we have now. Um, obviously, we've been playing together for like three or four years now, which has been super cool um, to just be best friends with these guys on and off the court and, and grow with them. Um, obviously. Um, we're still trying to reach our ultimate goals, but how far we've come and just to see kind of where this program was five, six years ago um, before I got here into what it is now has definitely been pretty special to be a part of. This has been kind of a slow burn. This, you know, it's been this incremental progress every year. And, you know, not everybody can say that, that, that they may have been able to make that happen. A lot of times you see the big leap or maybe a, a, a smaller leap and a step back and then they uh, progress. You guys have been making progress toward that ultimate goal here basically every year. You know, what was it like, the step you were able to take last year and getting this program to the Elite Eight for the first time ever? Yeah, that was obviously the big one, or I would say the biggest step we took, obviously going to the tournament two years ago for the first time and in however many years, 20 years or something like that, was super cool. Um, but then that kind of was just like a weird deer in headlights a little bit. You know, it kind of is a whole new level. So then having to get that experience and get back there last year, kind of take that step was obviously so much fun um definitely something i don't think any of us will will uh, forget some of the best memories i have playing basketball um for sure come from that run last year um so that obviously was awesome and like you said that slow burn was kind of kind of awesome to look back on it um try not to try not to look back too much right now i'm sure one day i'll have plenty of time but um definitely super cool to be a part of that thing where we just kind of keep stacking blocks on top of each other and and pushing further every year obviously coach wick is is big to credit from that and everything obviously the staff throughout the years but yeah last year was was so much fun especially at the end of the year definitely times i'll never forget uh drew i i remember the first time i talked to justin wick and and he he referenced how he wants this team to play which is you know a little more wide open than what we had seen at umd previous to that and you know, you know, get you know, you kind of force the the issue a little more offensively, and and obviously we've seen the analytical bend in basketball to more three point shots and, and fewer mid range jumpers. How when you heard how Coach Wick wanted to play, how attractive was that for you? Yeah, um, 
a lot a lot of people and I would agree with them. It's it's kind of a perfect fit for me. Um personality wise, coaching wise, I mean Wick is Wick is exactly the guy we need leading this program. Um and like you said, it fits in pretty much to a T with how I wanna play, how most of our guys wanna play. Um he, he instills confidence in us. Um, he puts us in positions to succeed, and at the same time, he, he gives us that freedom to to be the players that we are. Obviously, we, we need to play with a little bit of structure here and there, um, but the biggest thing is he's, he gives us the opportunities to be the best we can be. Um, and then when you put that all together and you start playing with guys for more and more years, um, that's how we've kind of seen that that leap be taken. So he's he's been the leader through it all. And I think it's a big credit to how he coaches and, and the kind of guys that he's brought in. True park question here for a bulldog men's basketball, fifth year, Drew Blair. So obviously you've got to score to win in basketball, but what's sustainable and, and what all the winning teams are able to do at a high level is play defense. We saw you guys lock in defensively like you hadn't really for a while, the way that you played down the stretch in the postseason, especially at the regional tournament, it was unbelievable to watch you guys play defense. How do you? It's hard to do that for 30 games or whatever the regular season. How hard is it to do that over the course of a season? And how important is it to be as locked in as possible when the postseason comes defensively? Because it feels that's, that's how you're going to win. 100%. Yeah, Um the biggest thing is, is staying connected and attention to detail. Um, that's kind of something we preach on a week-to-week basis, obviously trying to carry that over from how we ended last year um, into this year. Um, this past weekend was obviously pretty good. But, uh, yeah, the attention to detail, the scouting stuff, um, we obviously have to – you have to have some good, really, really, really good individual defenders. But when it comes down to it, you got to play us all five of you out there together. Um, you can't be – can't leave guys on islands. Um so that's the hugest thing, especially when you come down to the postseason. Every every team has guys who can score, and every team has good defenders. So, so really stringing together stops is how you win um, playoff games, and we kind of figured that out last year, and then um, we're trying to make that as much of our identity as we can. Drew, earlier this season, in fact, in the season opener, you became UMD's all-time leading scorer. What does it for you? What does that mean? You know, you passed Brandon Meyer, who was only here four years ago, and I thought that record was going to stand for a long time. And and you're you've got a chance to obliterate it. But what's that mean for you and and your group to to have accomplished that and and get that out of the way here early in the season? Yeah, you said it best. Uh, really, a group effort. Um, obviously, can't do it without the guys that I've been with now for for years. I started with Brandon, which is pretty cool to kind of be teammates with him for a year and see just how good of a player he was. Um, definitely super cool um, to lace him up next to him for a year. And then um, ever since then, I've kind of had that same core. Um, super cool, super thankful, super blessed. Um, trying not to think about it or look at it too much. Had a couple minutes uh, to really let it sink in. I think the first weekend back in Romano will be super cool. I kind of got a good group of family and friends, a uh, big group coming up kind of to help me celebrate and honor it a little bit. Um, so that'll definitely be super cool. And, and I'm sure once, hopefully not too soon, but once the career wraps up and I'll have a couple more minutes to, you know, look back and see how far we came, but definitely super cool and wouldn't want to do it for any other university. I really, really love playing here and representing this place. You mentioned, you know, your your teammates and, and how important they've been here. And you've, we've already seen Charlie Katona hit 1,000 points. And as Justin told me, you, you've got a number of guys here that have chances to hit milestones this year. What does that mean, to be able to accomplish these types of things together? Yeah. 
super cool and you don't really see it many places i think we're gonna have five five a thousand point scores at once um in the starting lineup and and obviously um those guys are probably gonna probably gonna keep going for more and and get more individual accomplishments and hopefully more team accomplishments but yeah super cool to do it next to these guys i think jack is is the next one in line he's super close to 1000 um definitely super cool especially for jack he's kind of He's kind of been with me since the jump. Um, kind of been the guy that's been my backcourt guy since literally the day I pretty much stepped on campus. So, so doing it with him and doing it with all these other guys has been super cool. And I, I couldn't be more of a fan of watching and playing with these guys and seeing them achieve all sorts of stuff as well. As you look at it's our, it, you're not looking too far ahead. You've got games to get ready for here this weekend. I understand that, but big picture goals, you're not going to hit those this weekend. It, it's about building to that. It's about getting better each and every week. How, you, do you guys feel you're accomplishing that so far? Where you, you've got a chance here to get better every week, and and when the time comes in March, you, you're ready to go. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, obviously, opening weekend was all right. I, I think we were kind of trying to sharpen some things up and, and dropped one. And then I think this past week was huge. Our just attention to detail, our practice habits, everything just took a whole level up. Um, like you said, just trying to trying to get better every week, trying to string weeks together, string wins together, and then ultimately be playing the best basketball you can in March. Um, that's what makes the good teams great is when they can figure it out at the right time and then kind of get it going down the stretch and into the playoffs. Finishing up here with a UMD men's basketball standout, Drew Blair. Tell me uh, one cool thing you guys got to do in Spain. Oh, that's tough to only name one. Um, okay, you can name two say, if you want. <laughs> uh, I would say we got um, going out onto the Mediterranean Sea. We got to go a couple miles out on these boats. Um, we took about five boats a couple miles out there and got to swim in the Mediterranean Sea. That was that was definitely one of the highlights. Um, but overall, just spending time with a lot of people's families, all the guys, um, a lot of just fun nights, fun dinners, fun activities that we got to go to. We got to see a bunch of a bunch of cool, cool, different, famous places. Um, yeah, overall, it was super cool. Um, but yeah, the Mediterranean was definitely one of the highlights. What about the basketball? What was that like to be able to play maybe a little different environments than what you're used to? Yeah, super unique. Um, playing against guys older, some old guys, some young guys. Um, they just a little different style of basketball, played differently, refed a little differently. So definitely just cool to see how things work across the globe um, on and off the court. It's just kind of a whole different world. And to get exposed to that a little bit was honestly just super cool. Um, so, yeah, playing the games was, was really fun. Um, and, yeah, honestly, off the court was, was the big focus for us. But obviously when the ball tips up, we're trying to get better there and, and integrate the young guys as much as we could. Um, so, yeah, it was an awesome trip. Finally, number 22, anything special behind that uh, number for you, or, or is it just something you were assigned at one point and decided to keep? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, early on, I was actually three, number three in high school, and then and then one of our buds here had three early on. So I had to play my freshman year with 22. I got a pick out of a couple. And then I was thinking about switching to three after my freshman year. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I had like a decent, pretty good freshman year. So I was like, maybe I'll just roll with this 22 thing and see how that works. And and I kind of fell in love with it. So I'm glad that I stuck with it. That is the Bulldog men's basketball program's all-time leading scorer, Drew Blair, out of Stevens Point. Bulldog men are at Northern Michigan and Michigan Tech this weekend. Home opener is next week. More to come on this Wednesday morning. UMV women's hockey assistant coach, Justin Grant. That conversation 
after the news break. 1028 Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll talk Minnesota basketball next. We are professionals. We are family and friends. We are volunteers. We are community partners. We are a team dedicated to helping you succeed. We help protect and serve America's businesses. When you need us, we're here to help. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's our business to protect yours. Rated A-plus superior by AM Best Company. The Golden Gopher women's basketball team entertains Cal State Northridge tonight at Williams Arena at 7. Minnesota head coach Don Plitzowite says it's a busy time of year with four games over the next 10 days plus the Thanksgiving holiday. It's a very challenging schedule that you can say, well, you've got them all at home. But it's challenging, too, because we also have to practice going on the road. It'd be nice to practice being in a tournament environment. And in a tournament environment, you're getting games and you're, as a coach, you're never really happy because then your games are close together. But at least then your players are in a situation where they're traveling, they're, they have an experience, they're playing against good teams. And they're also maybe doing that, the, some of that travel while they're on Thanksgiving break. Now, so we're home. And so there's some, some positives with that. The challenge for them, as you stated, this is a very stressful time for college student-athletes, college students. You know, we're getting closer to finals. We just had a lot of our midterms. It's a lot of stress. Now, all of a sudden, you load on a lot of games, plus you load on we're trying to do a self-scout of us, plus we're trying to turn around and prepare for our opponents. So we're asking them to take all this information on top of all the other things that they're doing at the same time. So is it a lot? It's a lot for them. That's Gopher Coach Don Plitzowite. And that's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. Your Twin Ports home for UMD Bulldog football. For the touchdown for UMD. KDAL. On this day before Thanksgiving, big weekend coming up for the UMD women's hockey team as the Bulldogs are home for a two-game series against Colgate. Those games on Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3. Had a chance this week to catch up with first-year assistant coach for the UMD women, Justin Grant. That conversation follows a news update at 1034 on KDAL. Take us with you on your mobile with the free KDAL radio app. It's all I listen to. 1038. Tomorrow, CBS Radio Thanksgiving special. More special programming on Friday. Back in studio on Monday, UMD volleyball coach Jim Booz. Also next week, we'll be chatting with Jesse Pierce of NHL.com on the wild and a whole lot more. Uh, earlier, uh, or this, this weekend, I should say, the seventh-ranked UMD women host number two Colgate caught up yesterday with first-year Bulldog assistant coach Justin Grant. Before we get to this Bulldog team and, and what you got coming up this weekend, which is a massive, very important series, I want to talk about you a little bit and, and just your background, uh, a, a goaltender growing up. I, at what point did you start to think, oh, my goodness, I would love to be a coach. I, I, I'd love to you know mentor that next group of great goaltenders. I don't know. I think um, when you are – younger and you're working at, you know, you're doing things in the summer, uh, you learn, you do coaching and, um, you kind of develop like, Oh, I didn't know how to explain that. And so you you go through your coaching in the summertime and you learn those things. And then, um, next thing you know, it's just becomes the next step after you're done playing. So I think that I, I kind of developed it, um, in the summer times when I was playing college hockey, junior hockey, 
and um, yeah, just developed uh, uh, the knowledge for it. Okay, so as somebody tried this, I tried this for a year, and I could never figure it out. How do you explain these things? I could because I could tell you what it doesn't look right, but I can't tell you how to make it look right for some reason. Um, I don't know. You you um, you learn the basic things. Okay, you need to track the puck. Okay, what's that look like? Turning your head, trying to keep your eyeballs in the middle of their sockets. Um, and then like the, the fundamental way to T push. Okay. First thing you're going to do is your look and then you transfer your weight and then you open up and you make the T with your feet. And so you just, you learn these things because you have to explain them to young kids and, um, you have to have the, the process straight in your head. You can't just do it anymore. You have to have a step-by-step, okay, do this first, do this second. So that's where you get it. We're talking to UMD women's assistant coach, Justin Grant. Uh, your journey to UMD, the, the, the coaching journey that led you here, you know, some of the highlights maybe for people that don't know about your background. Um, well, I played uh, for a long time, and then I started uh, coaching high school hockey. Uh, I coached Centennial High School for 10 years, and then um, in the middle of that, I started coaching uh, Bethel University, the men's team. Uh, so there was a few years there where I did both. And then uh, the last year that I coached Centennial, I coached – Centennial, um, the men at Bethel, and the women at St. Thomas. And that was the craziest year of my life, like the most ice time. And I also worked full-time for mega goaltending. And so then after that, I had to, like, let some things go. I let Centennial go and uh, just focused on the two college teams. And then um, this job became available, and that's why I applied for it. What uh, what attracted you to this job at UMD when it opened up in the summer? Um, well, with the uh, – Bethel University and uh, the women at St. Thomas, it was volunteer. And so uh, I had to go and do my regular job on the weekends when they were going off on road trips and playing games. And I could only watch uh, on my computer things. And so I just really longed to be a part of the team, you know, year year round, be a part of the team full time. And so uh, when this came available, I definitely wanted to put in for it and see what happened. What's this been like? What's this transition been like for you? It, it, it's not terribly common to see assistant coaches join a, a team as late in the offseason as you did. Um, there's been a lot of learning on the video side. Um, I thought I had a pretty good grasp on what was going to be expected, but I didn't. Uh, so I had to learn a lot, and it was almost like speaking a new language. So I um, you know, dove into it, and I'm still learning you know, and uh, trying to get better at it every day. I know. Uh, talking to Maura Kroll, she said you've you've gone you've come a long way on the, on that video side uh, in, in terms of learning the system and in understanding how things work. You know, what like what has that been like? Because I can't imagine, like you said, it's like speaking a new language. It's something completely different for you. Yeah. I, again, you know, I I used uh, Huddle and I used other other platforms to. Um, do video with my kids and you know with goalies specifically but i had no idea about the tagging live and and then all the extra stats that that come your way that you have to figure out and um you know what goes into all of those things and you know then there's the manual hooking the computer up and making sure that your feed's coming through and so like there's just new things all the time that uh you're faced with I've seen this kind once in a while. I'll see the screen and what it looks like, and and all the different options you guys have. How cool is this system? How how intricate is this system in terms of of giving the you know getting the coaches the kind of feedback they need quickly? It, it's really intricate. Um, there's so many things to to think about, and you you almost start 
you know, kind of with a general understanding and you're, you're tagging, you're hitting keys uh, for shots and, and shots against, and then you're just building on that. And the next time you're trying to do zone entry attacks and the next time you're, you're doing both sides of the puck. So if your team has the puck in the D zone, they're on the breakout, but if they don't have the puck in the D zone, then they are um, just having D zone coverage. And then both sides of the puck in the neutral zone, both sides of the puck in the offensive zone. And you're constantly tagging that as the game's going by. And then um, if we need to look back at something during the intermission or after the game, you can pull those tags up and, and boom, go right to it. We're talking to UMD women's assistant coach, uh, first year on the job, Justin Grant. Let's talk about this team a little bit. Eight and four, six and four in the WCHA. I know a tough weekend with the Gophers, but but your, your thoughts on, on what you've seen from a, a kind of a team in transition, a lot of young players kind of finding their way, newcomers, and, and, and kind of their feet wet playing in a really tough conference. Yeah, I think that we've gotten better and better as the week's gone by. Um, it, you know, you're faced with tough opponents in the WCHA and everybody can play. Everybody's well coached. And so our kids have uh, transitioned and, and grown and grown and grown. And uh, I feel like we get better every week. In terms of, of the defensive side of things, and there are so many newcomers at the back end, and of course a new goaltender, and Nev Gascon, and uh, you know, Haley McLeod, who didn't play a lot last year, but at least got her feet wet in the in the program in, in the WCHA. What's been good about this the, the defensive side of, of the game so far? Even after last weekend, a tough weekend for the Bulldogs, you've only allowed 15 goals with a goaltender in the net over 12 games. That seems like it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, the goalies have gotten better and better as the weeks have gone by, too. You know, obviously, that's the thing that I focus on the most. And I just think that their awareness of zone entry attacks, in zone attacks, you know, where they're shooting from the ice and what they need to do to be successful on those types of shots. And then we go back and we watch. Um, what they did well, what they didn't do well with the video, and when, where the goals went in. So what we can do different and how we can get better week by week. And I think that they dove in, they, they listen, they work hard, and um, they just get better and better. So it's been a privilege for me. Specific to Ev, so we were at Amsoil on October 3rd. I did my radio show down there, and, and you guys were practicing right before the Wild I got there and got on the ice for their their open practice that day. And I was watching Ev and you had her doing a, a drill where she was playing the puck. And I remember talking to Maura Kroll about it, and I said to her, because she had to go down with her paddle and, and stop the puck and then get up immediately and play it, if I remember right. And and I, I said to her, I said, I would if I were a goalie, I would hate this drill, but I completely understand why it's important. And she was doing it like it was just reactionary for her. How, how good is she, athletic is she, when it comes to being able to, to make plays with the puck? And that's such an important thing now for goalies. Yeah, we work on it quite a bit, um, and we work on our communication between our defensemen and our and our centers and our goalies, so that they are all on the same page and they're speaking the same language and making the correct calls. Um, so, and it's important. It's important for us to if if our goalie can go back and, and get control of the puck and make a quick pass, they draw pressure to them, and then um, they can relieve pressure to the person that they're passing to. We can get out of the zone quicker. So it's something that we work on every day. It is, it's difficult and it, it takes a team. You know, we, we communicate with our goalies, telling them what to do. That way they know where to look and they're, they're looking to make that tape to tape pass so we can get out of our zone. Obviously as coaches, you guys can only play one of them. Uh, for you as a, as a goalie specific coach, What's the ideal dynamic when you've got goaltenders that they're teammates? You want them to get along as teammates in, in that whole bit, but also 
they're competing and you want them pushing each other for that for that chance to play every Friday and Saturday. Yeah, and we have we have three great ones. They they come to work every day and they they uh, they are competitive in practice, but they're still teammates and they take care of each other. And so it is a perfect world um, as far as their attitudes and their work ethic is, is going. And, you know, um, we want to make it that way. We want it to be competitive and we have a discussion about it every before every game. Who are we going to go with? You know, what 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 gives us the best advantage to to get this W? We're talking to UMD Women's Hockey Assistant Coach Justin Grant. Mention it's your first year. It's also MSOBX's first year, and and you guys have a bunch of new players as well. And we talk about the the dynamic of the leadership on the team and how important it is that they are integrating the new players. But for you as coaches, what's it been like with these leaders? And and you know, because you have to feel comfortable in this group as well. Yeah, we have a great leadership core. I think uh, Laura and. Um, coaches have they've done a really good job of explaining things to us and helping us get on the same page as them and um we have great captains and 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 girls that are in good positions to be leaders like goalies and so it's it's been really good so far as you look ahead here you got a non-conference weekend but i tell you what the schedule doesn't lighten up at all you're playing colgate a top five opponent this weekend at home very important games what have you learned about this colgate team and and maybe uh, you know what, what it's going to take to be successful here this weekend at home well they have a boy that likes to play the puck and she's very good at going back there getting a hold of it and, and making a first pass out of the zone so we have some some things that we're going to do to uh try and combat that um yeah they're they are a top five team and um they're they're gonna make us better you know this is this is a weekend that's gonna make us better it's gonna test us and we're looking to come out of here with two w's for you because you're still new to the area what i know you went to northland college what'd you know about duluth maybe uh as you made your way here for this job Oh, I like Duluth a lot. I love the the nature and this coming driving to work every day is beautiful. I live up in Hermantown and drive down the hill. And so, yeah, I, I did go to Northland College and we would spend uh, weekends here sometimes and uh, get to a bigger town than, than Ashland. And so I, I knew a little bit and, um, you know, I've been exploring a little bit and uh, it's been exciting. It's been exciting. It's beautiful here. What do you, uh, as you get ready for, you know, once you get through the season, you'll all get to have a summer in Duluth. What are you looking forward to the most about maybe a, a, a full summer in Duluth? I've never been a big golfer, and I really want to try to, you know, get out there and learn. So that's my plan. I've got to get some clubs, and i got to get somebody to teach me a little bit, and i got to get out there and get some sunlight. <laughs> there you go. Justin Grant, uh, the uh, one of the new assistant coaches on the UMD women's staff. Big series as the Bulldogs take on second rank Colgate. 6 p.m. Friday, 3 p.m. Saturday at Amsoil Arena. Tickets, umdbulldogs.com. Run a timeout, prep update with Ryan Phelps, then we'll usher in the weekend with Mr. Craig on a Wednesday. Why not? Bruce Siski Show. 610 103.9 KDAL brought to you by Sanju Two Harbors. KDAL. That's pretty much my news. Streaming live on the KDAL mobile app. 1059. We're back in studio on Monday off the long weekend. Jim Boozy, one of the volleyball coach, as the Bulldogs head to their 18th NCAA tournament for the last 20 seasons. They'll be in St. Paul next week for the Central Region event. We'll preview and talk about this. Uh, Hopefully a long and fruitful run with the Bulldogs' longtime volleyball coach on Monday morning. Brad and Kenny after the news. 
everyone have a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. Hit us up on Twitter at Bruce Siski Show and let us know what you think. No, yes, no, well, no, I, I crossed my mind. Visit KDAL610.com to podcast today's show anytime. What do you say? Listen to shows on demand and download for free. You can also subscribe via Spotify or your favorite podcast app. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. CBS News is up next. For more than 80 years, KDAL 103.9, W28FBFM, and 610 KDAL Duluth Superior, a Midwest communication station. KDAL.